and welcome back to another episode of Nebcast. I'm your host, Brad Hagen. and this week I'm all alone. That's right, you'll have to suffer through a solo cast of just Brad, because Ryan and Adam are busy, and if you're not a big fan of mine, then uh, you'll probably want to shut off right now, because uh, the next half hour, maybe an hour, I don't know, um, I can't imagine myself talking by myself for a whole hour, but... I mean, I do it in my head all the time, but, um, I mean, on a program, I, I, I imagine I'll struggle to just get to 15 minutes, so, um, if you're, yeah, if you don't want to listen to me, uh, maybe you should just wait till next week, but, unfortunately, there's nothing I can do right now, um, so I'm gonna try and make it as entertaining as possible, I'm recently getting over a cold, uh, so, <coughs> uh, like that, I'll be coughing, uh, once in a while, so I apologize, but, um, yeah, there's uh, I. It's it's up to me this week to host Nebcast, and what 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 can I talk about that we haven't already covered in the past year of shows? Um, uh, pretty much told all my little life stories, I think. Um, so I guess I'll just let you know what I've been up to lately. Um, like I said, just spent the last week with a cold, so I pretty much did nothing except watch movies. Um, uh, I finally got around to watching my Alien Quadrilogy box set, which I bought like five years ago, <coughs> which I watched like five, or I bought five years ago, but uh, always sat on my shelf, and I've never actually seen any of the movies in their entirety. Like, if I had watched any of the Alien movies, it was like in parts off of television, you know, and I always thought they liked the good stuff. So finally I was like, it's time. I got all this... I'll be spending laying in bed suffering so let's open this thing up let's watch all eight of these discs and um, I don't remember, was it nine I think it was nine discs there's two for each movie and then a bonus one so four movies nine all right so and I did in succession and I watched them all some of the movies have a special edition option and the original cut that most people saw I chose to watch every footage, amount of footage I could so I chose all the special editions to watch, that way I was getting both the original cut and all the extra stuff all in one. And watched the first one, and boy was it a slow moving crawl to get to anything interesting. Um, of course I understand it's setting up the tone, but man, there's just a while there that I was just waiting for it to get good. And then of course once it did, it was wonderful, fantastic. You know, not as scary, but, uh, you know, I've, I've been desensitized to a lot of scary movies, so... But I still appreciated the mood that Ridley Scott created, and... Then I moved on to Aliens. Uh, James, James Cameron took over the reins and made it, you know, took the horror aspect of the Aliens and just went on a full action-adventure, uh, gun, full-guns-blazing type movie, and that was even harder to get through. Much slower-moving, way long... Uh, probably about an hour and a half to get to anything good and um, as I was watching I couldn't help but think that this is probably what watching Avatar feels like is this hour and a half long crawl up to the you know the really good interesting part of the movie uh, the rest of it's just a big uh, glossy sh- show for you to like just get familiar with these characters who aren't that particularly interesting except for uh, Ripley you know and uh so that was a kind of a step down, in my opinion, but still pretty decent movie, pretty entertaining, especially the uh, power loader fight at the end. Um, 
then I watched Alien 3 expecting to find this movie that's uh, been regarded as you know a total failure but expecting in like with my taste to actually appreciate some aspect of it and uh, no I was totally not interested in what I saw uh, just a big mess of what didn't seem like they knew what they were doing like and it uh, is true because if you watch the special features they pretty much made that movie without starting with a script so like uh, trying to say like if you hate that I say like this is probably not the cast for you either um, but David Fincher makes great movies most of the rest of the time, but you can't fault him for Aliens 3 because he got hired and they didn't give him anything to work with except for a character and a setting idea, you know? They didn't really didn't work with a script. And then Alien Resurrection, which I expected to be absolutely terrible, was actually not that bad. Um, I felt it was about on par with 2 and 3, so... Uh, and I was surprised to know that the director of Amelie uh, directed almost the complete opposite type of movie in Alien Resurrection. So that's what I got through. And then, of course, I went through and watched all the special features and their entireties to each of those movies. And uh, just I've always been more of a Predator fan, but now I, I appreciate Alien and I really appreciate the uh, first one a lot. Uh, they seem to have done more with less and uh, you know they didn't have all the special effects and extra hype and stuff behind it it was you know they were breaking ground with that movie and uh, kudos to everyone who worked on the first one setting up the franchise like that did, a, did an amazing job so wasn't an alien fan before but now I'm I, I dig it not, not, not my favorite sci-fi franchise but you know I, I appreciate it um, then, uh, I guess, I don't know if I've talked about, I haven't been able to go to the theater a whole lot lately either. Uh, I had a free ticket, actually I have two free tickets, one of them expired a couple days ago. Um, and I really didn't really have much to use it on, so I kind of just had to let it go. Uh, I have one more, I'm going to go try and see something, but this whole two months, um, of Oscar season, you'd think there would be this... I mean, I saw a bunch of the movies I wanted to see during the year last year, and I wanted to pick up some stragglers and see what's being considered for Academy recognition, but not really. I haven't... There's nothing really grabbing me to go out there and see. I've, uh, uh, so, yeah, I haven't been to the theater like I usually do, but uh, the few movies I have seen, my dad's wanted to go see, and unfortunately, he's... The movies we've seen have been pretty unimpressive, uh, so in a whole month where I haven't been able to go see movies as much as I like, the ones I have gone to see have been terrible. Like, the last one I saw, The Wolfman, incredibly, uh, an enormous amount of pacing problems. That movie felt so rushed, and I kind of knew beforehand that there were problems with production, but watching the movie you definitely feel like they either cut out a ton of stuff. So there might have been a three-hour movie beforehand, but what they left was just, let's get to the next scene. Um, special effects weren't that impressive. Like, I was worried about the CGI being terrible. Like, even the creature effects look goofy. Um, and then, like, the love story doesn't feel uh, believable. And then when Anthony Hopkins becomes a wolf, it just looks like the goofiest dogfight you've ever seen. It just wasn't 
uh, just was rolling my eyes the whole time. And they always have like they have like the mystics who understand the legend of the Wolfman, but they describe it using these forced dialogues that make them seem more mystical than they really are. It's just uh, I hate that. Anyway, saw Edge of Darkness. Movie was all right, except it was the cliche, over the top hyper violence that Mel Gibson loves, and then just the story itself seemed. It seemed like there was a huge plot hole in the beginning of where later on they explained that the corporation poisoned his daughter's milk or something, and it, uh, Mel Gibson's character is supposed to get poisoned too. And so, if they were so invested in that working, why'd they have to take the second? Like, why'd they go the route of killing his daughter in front of him? with a drive-by shooting, it just seemed like it, was, it wasn't necessary. They were pretty convinced the milk was going to work, so why go by showboat if you're killing? Anyway, um, saw Legion, that was terrible. Just a huge mishmash of, what if angels had guns? Um, I mean, if angels have to inhabit the bodies of humans, in order to take them over and then create havoc, why don't they take? Why don't they have the bodies of everyone at the at the, uh, the uh, rest station or uh, the diner? You know, they can inhabit everyone else in the world except for these people at the diner. Um, doesn't make sense to me. And then Gabriel can come down as an angel without transforming into a human. So why do the angels even have to inhabit humans? I, this makes you wonder what they're trying to. And then why is the baby? so important they don't mention that he grows up to do anything they just say this baby has to be born to save the world like is the birth itself what saves the world or does the child have powers does it grow up to do something doesn't explain so you're just left with, you know equating it to being like the new Jesus like he's gonna he's gonna do something special um, and if you know the story of Jesus, then you can kind of fill in the blanks. But they don't tell us that. They just make it very ambiguous. So, yeah, I wasn't impressed with that, all that. And then on DVD, um, finally got my Bronson DVD. That was awesome. And I already talked about that movie. Being fun. Um, what else? Uh, Black Dynamite finally came out on DVD. Um, the, I got it on Blu-ray in the... Uh, one of my favorite scenes is where the boom mic comes down in the frame and Black Dynamite's looking up acknowledging that the boom mic's in the frame and uh, but on the DVD it's a little more cut off than I remember in theaters so there's only a sliver of an instance that you actually see it I don't know if my TV's set up wrong it's maybe the actual casing of the TV is cutting off the frame I know it always cuts off the left a little bit but um, it, it was just a shame to like I didn't get the full effect of that scene as I did in the theater or I don't know, maybe my memory's bad, but I just remember it being a little more obvious of that joke, that joke being a little more obvious. Um, finally got to see The Hangover. Um, you know, I heard online and word of mouth that that movie was actually, you know, the funniest comedy of the year, and I watched it, and it was all right. Um, you know, I, stuff like Superbad, um, Blades of Glory, not as, uh, I guess, not as popular of movies, I thought were much funnier than The Hangover. It had a few moments and some good dialogue. Like, uh, you know, stuff like when he's got this, he's wearing the, Zach Galifianakis is wearing a, a satchel, and he uh, defends himself by saying, you know, Indiana Jones wears one, that was funny, and a lot of stuff with uh, Ed Helms losing his tooth and stuff. A lot of little moments, but as a whole, I really didn't get into the whole, like, crazy Vegas, I guess, because I haven't 
experienced anything like that myself. Maybe I don't understand, but um, I wouldn't say it was the funniest movie of the year. Like I watched, like Black Dynamite was funnier to me. So, um, and then I also saw 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 Six. The first Saw that I didn't get to see. The first Saw that I didn't get to Saw in the theater. Um, I usually always went to the midnight showings, and with each progressive movie, I was less and less entertained. Um, I still wanted to see this in the theater, but all my friends went and saw it, and I just never got around to... At the time, other movies I liked, was more interested in came out, like I attended those, but just kind of didn't get around to Saw 6 on my own, so... Rented on DVD here finally, and that was actually... It wasn't too bad. It was pretty on par with uh, everything but the first one. Um, wasn't I don't, to my memory, I haven't seen Saw Five since the theater, uh, but I think uh, Six was actually better than that. I remember Five being a little stupid to me, um, like kind of like Four. Two and three weren't so bad, just weren't as interesting. And Six was, you know, interesting, not you know, good, not great, but not entirely stupid either. So um, yeah, that's why I've been that's why I've been watching, and. Uh, I guess while I've been watching stuff, I've also been working on stuff. Um, I finally... Uh, I had some t-shirts made up for Sphirx's Domain. Sphirx's Domain is the cartoon show that Ab and I and a few of our other friends have develop, been developing over the years. Uh, I created the characters years and years ago with some other friends as a more of a space opera thing. And then when I started hanging out with Adam more, um, we started developing them more as a comedy. Uh, in the vein of like Adult Swim animation type shows and so like recently with the revamp of the website and the uh, ability for my friends to post their own content we've been really creating more content and developing the characters more and so I've been uh, doing more marketing designs and stuff and so I created some t-shirts uh, which I think we uh, mentioned in the last podcast but it's Zazzle.com Z-A-double-Z le.com slash nebulous, vision, nebulous visions uh, we have a, you know, uh, a merchandise web sh- website where you can buy shirts related to Sphirx's domain and uh, nebulous visions there's uh, one design for nebulous visions so far but there's uh, a couple for Sphirx's domain based on different characters so you know if you're a fan and you want to get a genuine design uh, created by the uh, creator one of the creators of the characters. Um, it's my, my original art is on those shirts. So um, if you're interested in that, I uh, want to be first in line. You know, say you, you know I had that T-shirt before all my friends thought Sphirx's Domain was a cool show. Uh, you can do that. Um, they're a little pricey, unfortunately, because we're not buying them in bulk. We're just selling them based on you know the one or two people who want them at a time. And unfortunately, when you don't buy in bulk, it does get expensive. But the fabric is actually pretty good quality. Um, they're printed on American Apparel, um, but I mean, if you really want to save some money, there are options on there to uh, change the quality of the fabric and you know the different colors you want to use. It's oddly enough, using printing on a darker color shirt almost adds ten bucks to the price of the shirt. If you order white, it's very cheap. If you order yellow, it's very cheap. But if you go dark blue, dark black, dark brown, anything dark. Um, much more expensive by like 10 bucks so um, I have basic designs laid out but if you want to tweak it save yourself a little money you're welcome to I, I left that option in but 
I highly recommend you use the design that I set up because I feel that's the best looking version. Um, but, you know, it's a recession. Save some money where you can and be a fan. I'm all for that too. So, um, that's the merchandising part. I also ordered these business cards for the website and there's a little joke on them that says uh, use this card to gain free access to the website and so whoever picks up the business card hopefully thinks oh great I'm getting a free deal maybe there's something I have to type in using this card to look at the website which I don't know anything about but it sounds cool and the card looks cool it's got the logo and all the characters on it what are these alien characters I want to find out more so they can take the card and go to the website and find out that the website's already free so I have a card that tells me where to go and aha what a funny little joke that it was free all the whole time and I didn't really need the card but I have it and it's cool and it looks awesome it's glossy on both sides and it's really professional uh, so I had about a 500 of those made up and uh, we'll pass them out so um, I guess if you're into collecting stuff maybe someday you can say oh I've got one of the original business cards that Brad himself designed uh, I don't know. I don't. Who knows what the future holds? I can only hope that our show will be popular, and I, that's what I'm working on now. Adam and I worked on a. We did the dialogue for a little test cartoon that we're working on, a little sample animation that should show uh, once and for all how these characters move and talk. And we've only ever seen them drawn in still photos, and sometimes poorly at that, because uh, I'm not a really good <laughs> character drawer. But every once in a while, I can. If I you know, really take my time. That's what I've been doing is for each of the articles I've been trying to draw an original piece of artwork to accompany whatever my friends write and uh, it's basically done the day before or the night of because we don't get our articles in you know that far in advance so I'm really cranking these out and I don't I'm a pretty modest guy and I don't usually try to you know exaggerate what I do but I have to say, compared to what I, how I used to draw the characters, this, these, this new artwork is pretty impressive, to me at least. Um, obviously, there's much better animation and artwork done by other people out in the world. So, But uh, with, with our resources, I think it's pretty impressive, and I, I really enjoy it. It's really cool. And it also gets me, the more I do it, the better I get, because there's a long string of years there where I, where I wasn't drawing in. My drawing teacher from high school, Mission Youngman, said, you know, every day you need to be drawing. Doesn't matter what, doesn't have to be good. You just need to be working working those skills, working that talent. And then, you know, my friends are always saying, oh, you know, I can't draw. Uh, and then I ask them, well, have you tried drawing at all? And they're like, no. And it's like, that's the problem, is you don't actually do it. I mean, you could, even if it's terrible, like, the more you work at it, the better you'll get. So, um,. If you don't know how to draw, here's here's my tip: just just start drawing, like draw inanimate objects. Um, like if you got something in mind, just draw whatever. It doesn't matter, even if it's terrible. Like if if you think it's terrible, it, you know, if you keep working at it, it'll, you'll get there. So, um, yeah, more about the show. Um, I figured I don't know um, what's to tell about the show. Oh yeah, like we, we recorded the dialogue for it, so I'm in the process of drawing the characters and animating it this week. Um, and then, uh, what's after that? On the website, we will be, let's see, we just 
couple, like back in January, we kicked off kind of on the spur. Adam and I created this uh, basically a little mini saga based on uh, involved in our articles about like a little warehouse wars where all the characters started fighting each other and you know through battle lines and divisions, and then it eventually resolved itself. And we've been trying to think of a new thing to do, like another saga for like the characters to grow. Uh, grow from on the site and people to get more familiar with them because so far we just kind of write about random stuff uh, based on what's going on in the world outside of us but you know I think maybe once a month we need to have that thing where like it's really uh, something that describes the characters and fleshes them out more and gets them involved in really more personal situations so Adam and I have uh, kind of thought up that based on the fact that people we have kind of like our, our test audiences who've been kind of following what we have done so far the general underlying theme is that people understand the articles but they don't really understand the voice of the characters or can differentiate between which characters a lot of people say they all look alike and to me they look pretty different but you know that's obviously because I've, I'm used to them I'm accustomed to them uh, been, you know, I've lived and breathed these characters for almost 15 years now, something like that, 13 years. Um, so, like, obviously it's easy for me to recognize who's who, but uh, people who get, just got introduced to the site last week don't know, so i got to help them out. And we're going to do that by doing a whole week in March devoted to the characters kind of reminiscing and uh, retelling their origin story. There's already kind of a, a short origin story on the site, but... We're gonna do more detail, figure out like why these characters crashed on the Earth in, fir in the first place and how they got onto into that group and stuff like that. So um, look for that. Um, what else? Okay, so my character's basically gonna be involved in that. Andy is working on Kiffin and he's been doing a bunch of great sports-related stuff. Um, Idiot Chidix. Uh, his character arc right now is he's. Um, in honor of Black, Black History, Month, History Month, he's been going through and surgically altering himself to accommodate uh, African American an African American look. Um, there was a Chinese New, Chinese New Year, so he surgically altered himself to be more Asian. And I guess Mexican Flag Day is coming up, so look for him to be Hispanic pretty soon here. And then, of course, you know he'll turn back to his normal self. Because um, you know we have they're they're animated we have that ability to do that. Um, what else? Bug and Mac, uh, their real creators have been busy graduating from school, and we understand the absolute necessity for that to happen. So um, hopefully once that's all over, their characters will be more involved in what we're doing. But right now they need to get those degrees, and uh, well one of them's already got the degree. Um, so, but he's he's getting a better. Um, what else? Who else? Uh, Ryan Patches been doing more zombie zombie related stuff. Um, uh, that's about it, I think. Uh, the, basically, the big news is that you know we got T-shirts now. We've got sweet ass business cards. Um, there should be an animation coming up soon about our Super Bowl commercial that supposedly didn't air on during the Super Bowl like we wanted to. So we'll be showing it on the website uh, instead and hopefully it'll be pretty entertaining and inspire 
uh, a more legitimate production of the show. So, what else? Um, I guess I'll leave you with uh, a reading of something we did based on Search's Domain several years ago when we were first involved with uh, the possibility of Adult Swim picking up the show. Uh, one of, I'll read to you one of the first scripts we wrote for the show, and um, hope you like it. Uh, the first group we showed it to seemed to, and uh, I hope you do too. Uh, so, Circus of Domain, this episode is entitled, entitled The Meeting. And it starts out in the interior, interior of a conference room in the middle of the day. Spurks is standing at the head of the long table. Cora, Kiffin, and Bug are sitting at the far end of the table. Bug is watching TV through his goggles while Cora and Kiffin are staring around the room waiting for the meeting to start. Kiffin. Spurks, can we start the meeting already? Spurks. Not until Mac and Idiotchitics get here. Where the hell are they anyway? Then it cuts to the exterior on the office lawn, midday. Big Mac and Idiotchitics approach the lawn from opposite ends. Mac, shouting. Did you find the frisbee? Idiotchitics shouts, and I'll try to do an Idiotchitics voice. <laughs> yeah, got it! We see Idiotchitics is holding a circular saw blade. Idiotchitics. Ready? Here it comes! Idiot Chittix starts running and almost begins to th his throw when Mac suddenly interrupts him. Mac, shouting, Steve Perry! Idiot Chittix trips and the blade shoots out of his hand and toward the building, back to the interior of the conference room. Sverks, Kiffin, Cora, and Bug are still impatiently waiting for the others when suddenly the blade crashes through the window and flies at Sverks. It cuts the top of his head off and sticks to the wall behind him. Blood sprays on it too, and the slice of his head slides off the blade onto the floor. Kiffin, Cora, and Bug sit with blank stares. Then they all start to chuckle, then laugh uncontrollably. Cut to the end screen, similar to Porky Pig ending except he is replaced with Idiotitics. Idiotitics. Hehe, <laughs> that's all folks. The end. So there you have it. The first written script uh, entitled... <coughs> entitled The Meeting by Sturks of Domain. So, there you have it. Um, that's my solo cast for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm sure I rambled and said like a lot. I apologize. Uh, actually, uh, I just remembered I actually tried to do a solo cast last year and I did the whole hour based on me describing myself editing um, video for one of uh, one of our, I think one of our stop motion videos. I did that whole hour and it was recording to my iPod which then crashed and I lost that whole hour um, of me describing my editing techniques and what buttons to press and how Adobe Premiere works and After Effects and I got so discouraged I just didn't bother to bring it up again but um, now we're at a week without an episode. Um, with my colleagues, so um, rather than have another empty slot uh, for a week of the year, I figured I will go ahead and bite the bullet. And you know, I'm not a big public speaker, so it's very taxing for me to come on and describe my thoughts out loud. So, but I figured, you know, we haven't even reached 52 episodes, and we've done a whole year of these so far. 
so we need to get more episodes online so we can get caught up. So, and you know, I don't want to lose another week. So here you go, Bradley's solo cast. I hope you enjoyed it, and hopefully next week I'll be talking to you with other people. So stay tuned to Nebcast, and oh, plug the sites: www.sphersdomain.com. Search the domain.com. Read our stuff. Um, feel free to register and comment. Uh, below all the characters because we'd like to, um, you know, we'd like to know if we're totally writing horribly offensive stuff or whether we're writing comedy gold. You know, let us know. Um, if you don't feel like voicing comments on the thread, feel free to email us at nebcast or bleh, no, nebhost at nebulousvisions.com. You can go to nebulousvisions.com, click on the contact, email us, let us know what, what you think. Um, or also go to nebulousvisions.com, watch our videos, and yeah, I think you know where to go, and thanks again for listening. Bye.